You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. Bitch. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme Being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to prime time, bitches. Yes. We're your host. I'm Wrong Brian Elkins. <laughs> Wait, no. It's the right series. This is the Nightmare on Elm Street Retrospective. series. Retrospective. Okay, all October. That was part three, though. It, it it's was. It's my favorite time of year, guys. Like, no no shit. Like, you, you hear my voice? That's, <laughs> That's why. That's Jared Callen's voice. It's because I'm fucking sick, and that means the weather's changing. So, yes. And Benson? That makes it your favorite time of year? No. <laughs> it's just how I know it's really coming. Mm-hmm. And that's Jeremy Benson. Oh, yeah. Hey. How you doing, Brian? <laughs> I'm doing well. Talking the first Nightmare on Elm Street, guys. Yes, sir. The are. first one. Written and directed by Wes Craven. Horror master. Yeah. You guys ready to dive into this? Yeah, he's the guy that did that, like, Scream TV series, right? I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> what, Jared? Are you trying to piss me the fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> trying to get you in the mood. The violent mood? <laughs> yeah. The Freddy Krueger yes. mood? Yes. I'm your boyfriend now, Jared. <laughs> I just got hard. <laughs> nice. Did you uh, did you do a, a Freddy voice? Were you working on that? Um, the problem is I've got this like sinus shit going on, so uh, I'm going to work on it as we go. I uh, thought that was because you were maybe practicing the Freddy voice so no. much. So normally when I get like this, I'm always like, your mother sucks cocks in hell, Marin. I work on my like uh, my exorcist. But uh, this season, I'm going to be working on Freddy. So by the time we get... To the to the 2010 remake, okay, I'll have it down, bitch. <laughs> what man? He changes the voice. No, he, every he does. He does. And I will say that I, I noticed in this one he kind of sounds like um, Jigsaw. What? Like, or Jigsaw sounds like him in this. Yeah, he's much more subdued in this one. Yeah, it, it's very, very, very like low, grumbly, spot on Jigsaw. Well, not not Jigsaw, but the puppet. You want to play a game? Oh, okay. All right. Hello, Nancy. I was going to say, like, yeah, Tobin Bell. I, I was so, thinking uh, that kind of whispery. No. Man, he would have made a good Freddy. 
Well, I don't like who. I like the actor they got for the remake. But hold on, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Oh, so many movies to go. Do you remember, do you remember around this <laughs> yes. time last year when we did the Halloween movies and we all kind of get this weird like crazy like oh fuck this is all we do is watch Halloween movies? It's yeah. about to be the same. <laughs> So I, w- I want to first off ask, which franchise do you like better? Franchise? Yeah, this one or Halloween? That's that's the ultimate question for me right now. Ooh. I, I, I probably like the Halloween franchise a little bit more. I'd probably like the Friday 13th franchise a little bit more as well. Of the big three slasher right. movies, you know? Or franchises. <laughs> yeah, Benson just broke Benson's brain. <laughs> He's like, I can't commit. There's actual <laughs> I, I think I'm going to Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, I would say Nightmare on Elm Street as well, just because uh, these are probably the ones that I saw the most as a kid. Really? Yeah. I got in trouble when I was a little kid because I took one of my dad's, like, gardening gloves, and then I duct taped um, plastic, um, like, takeaway <laughs> knives on my hand. Oh, man. And I, and I cut the little, like, you know, circle and palm and all that, and I was, like, running around. And I, I vividly remember this. It was those white fucking uh, plastic knives with, like, gray uh, duct tape, and it was, like, a bluish-green glove. And my mom got so pissed. <laughs> She's like, you're gonna fucking hurt yourself! And all this shit, so... They're yeah. plastic. <laughs> you're gonna scratch something, like... Oh, dude, I was, like, walking something. down the hall, like, rubbing my hand, <laughs> like, dragging oh. it, you know, like... <laughs> fucking the wall all up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, sitting at the table, like, cutting my fucking <laughs> my meat with my fingers. Yeah, man, you know you did the same. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, the glove is badass. He's like... I mean, I mean, mine out of metal. <laughs> do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember. Um, I taped it off of TV, and because the goddamn Cubs, their <laughs> fucking game went into fucking overtime. No way. The end of this movie, I lived for the longest time. I can even tell you the music note of, like, come on, Freddy, can't you catch me? Dun, 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 dun. Tape cut out right there. No way. And that's how I saw A Nightmare on Elm Street for two fucking years of my life. It wasn't until I was about 14, almost 15, that I got to see this movie uncut and watch the ending and actually see it. It was uh, was mind-blowing. But that's the the shit you had to put up with because, I mean, this is not a movie that was, like, on TV a lot. The first Nightmare on Elm Street was. The sequels were on TV a lot more. So when you finally got there... Was it uh, everything you wanted it to be? No, with I was, I was <laughs> really like, disappointed. I was pissed. You <laughs> built it up in your mind. Oh, dude, I was so fucking. I was livid. I was like, this shit makes no You're sense. Like, I waited. Wait. I waited for this garbage. Is this a parody? <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was. I was pissed. You're like, wow. We'll get there. We'll talk about that at some point. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Benson? Uh, I was probably. We rented it one night. Me and my buddy watched it at his house now I do remember I, don't, I guess E.T. was like in a second run or something but you, we were at a theater my mom was taking me to go see a movie and the choice was between like she wanted to go see E.T. but I saw the poster for this one and I was freaking out because I wanted to go see the movie with the guy with the knives and she was like no so like I was pissed off through the whole front of E.T. Like, I'm going to see stupid alien in Reese's Pieces. Man, look, he's got glowy <laughs> fingers, bro. It's just like knife for fingers. Elliot. Care about the stupid <laughs> glowy finger. <laughs> the guy with the knives. I was like five years old. Oh, man. I, I remember, you know, a, a lot of, I don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember this being kind of the series that was, was kind of kept away from me for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know why. 
But because it's scary as fuck, dude, to a kid. The only thing that it's it more gets, fantasy based, bro, though. You know, it gets you in your dreams. And I like. I don't know. I think I would have liked this more as a child, though. You know. I don't know, man. Especially you gotta go you to get sleep. To the sequels where you know you have the kids like fighting back and stuff. And I know you gotta go to sleep, but I mean, you don't gotta go to summer camp. You know, <laughs> you don't really have to go out on Halloween. Uh, you know, but you gotta sleep. Yeah, of the big three, this the first Nightmare on Elm Street is the one that scared me the most. I don't know. I was always kind of terrified by Halloween, just the fact that you know that you have that it, that could actually happen. You know? Oh, it you could totally have, happen. You have a madman some... just come in and. Murder you with a knife, especially on Halloween, because everybody's wearing random shit. You know, it could come out of nowhere. <laughs> I wasn't thinking like that specific, Jared. I'm sorry. I was thinking more like you know, real life versus uh, you know, motherfucking kills you in your dreams. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there are some uh, there's some definite uh, memorable images in this movie. That's pretty goddamn sure. So when when I say a nightmare on Elm Street, what's the first image that pops in your brain? Tina on the ceiling. Okay, mine's the uh, the bathtub hand coming out of the... And I actually love, right. while watching this again, I watched it twice. Um, <clears throat> I like how when he goes back down, he's so, like, dainty. He like It's, like, it's like so smooth, it just, like, goes back down between her legs. It's great. Oh, I didn't even notice. It just happened so quick. So what, what was, what's yours? The Iconic most vivid image, image in, your, in your brain when you think of this movie. Probably Tina in the basement, the light behind her, see-through, like... Nightgown. Oh, the first image you see of yeah. her in the, in the hallway when she's yeah. like running down toward the camera, or where she's like standing. We all have different images. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I was just I was interested. There's a in lot that. of good ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, right after like the goat, and she's standing right before she wakes up. No, it's like a lamb. What's the point of that? No, like, no, it's a, it's a. I thought it was a sheep, right? It's a sheep, sheep or a lamb, lamb or something. something well, like what's that. the point? Is it? I think he, I thought Craven was making a. You know, you, you are we count counting sheep? sheep? So the one sheep that got away. What the fuck? She brought it into her nightmare. I was thinking maybe the sacrificial lamb or like, you know. I just, like think it, I just always took it. It's a dream. It can be any weird moment and it's a weird sound. I don't know. Craven has such a dark sense of humor. That's what I thought it was. There was probably some little hidden thing. He's like, <laughs> he's like, can we get a sheep in here? <laughs> he was big into metaphor. So yeah. it, could, it, could, it could have some meaning. I just never knew what it meant. Yeah, it, I, I mean, it doesn't it come back. So no. no, it does not come back at all. Which yeah, which is kind of weird because he's he is usually good about bringing things back. He brings everything. He sets up everything in this movie like several times. Well, there's just Paying certain things that he does that of three there that I didn't really. There's it's kind of like we see the the girls jumping one two. Freddy's coming for you, and then the next line of dialogue is like, oh, it's like that jump rope song. We just saw it like two seconds ago. Okay, can I can I <laughs> can we talk about the jump rope song, the nursery rhyme, please? I love it. I think it's great. I think it's uh, no, iconic. it's it's okay. cool. It's cool. I'm not I'm not gonna say anything negative about that. But that implies that everybody knows about Freddy, right? Because there's a nursery rhyme song about it. But this movie, it kind of seems like this shit is happening for the first time ever. Well, because yeah, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. This not, is yeah. It's not like a bunch of teenagers have died <clears throat> in in this fucking town before, right. right? This is the first. This is the first instance of. His. I mean, everybody seems really shocked when fucking Tina dies. Everyone seems really shocked when Glenn dies at the end. Why is there a fucking nursery rhyme? Well, because Freddy was was killing yeah, I children. Took it. it was like he was killing based children. on him killing kids before he died. Yeah, not, that's not what the lyrics of the nursery rhyme are. It's one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, you better lock your door. Five, six, grab your crucifix. Seven, eight, better stay, stay up, up late. late. Nine, ten, and never sleep, sleep again. again. I mean, that's you know, clearly bro, he just broke the movie, bro. You know, keep watch <laughs> out. Don't. Well, I'm asking, is it is it like? I'm, I'm, wow. Maybe I'm making retro sense, but is it like Freddy's been having to 
haunt these other kids, and now he's finally powerful enough to where he can kill people. Or ma- no, ma- maybe those maybe those maybe those kids aren't real. Maybe they're ghosts of children he's killed, and they're out just giving the the warning call. Oh, maybe that's not even like reality at all. Well, no, they, the characters reference it though. Well, they 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 have dreams of it. They no, say, they, they say, say they in the see line, the, it's like that old nursery rhyme. It's like but that yeah. old jump rope song. It, it yeah. very well, I mean, like, it very well could be the nursery rhyme is saying, like, don't fall asleep, don't be unprepared for if Freddy shows up. Meaning, like, he could break into your house, kill you. But now he can kill you in your dreams, so even falling asleep is a problem. And they just added the end part recently? It's a timeline on this. Like, if the, if the, the families... In town, banded together ten years ago, right? Maybe I don't know to kill Freddy. So was no, it was it, it when Nancy was then. a little kid? Because they they were protecting their families. Well, I, yeah, okay. So let's say yeah, let's say let's there. say Nancy was five. Let's say so ten years ago, this possibly happened. But that, yeah, I'd say probably between six to ten years ago. It's just really interesting. This uh, and, and and apparently he's only really killing, which only really killing the the family's children that killed him. Yeah, he's getting revenge, yeah. So it's just the revenge of that. So I guess in the later movies, he opens it up to, fuck, I gotta kill everybody. I mean, that's the thing, guys, because like, I, get, I get a little confused with this movie, because sometimes Freddy kills people, and he makes it look like an accident. Yes. Or, or he makes it look like it's somebody else, right? It's like he doesn't want to be seen. Yeah, and then there's other times where he's just like, fuck it. Like, when Johnny Depp dies, it's like, I don't know how the fuck you explain that. Like You're going to need a mop. <laughs> there was a pipe that exploded, and it just uh, it liquefied just, his body? Uh, and... It was just an insane amount of blood. Um, <laughs> it's leaking through the ceiling. Yeah, I don't know how you'd explain that one. But, yeah, I mean, it seems you like... You know, he starts getting carried away. Like, I'm not going to get caught. Did you hear how they got that past the MPAA? Oh, yeah. Craven told the MPAA that <laughs> it wasn't just Johnny Depp's blood. It was all of Freddy's it was victims. all of his victims' blood. They're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That doesn't make any sense. Why does that matter? Look, so if, if you can spend a lot of money like uh, letting a bunch of blood go down a hallway for The Shining, you could do that for this movie. And it really shouldn't fucking matter, really, because I think that was way scarier than, than, than this one. Yeah, that was like in super slow-mo, too. Yeah, it, it, was, it was way more intense than, than this. Like, And, and it's weird. Like the, the shots don't really match. The coverage, so it makes me think that they were only able to do that. I didn't see the behind the scenes on this, so were they were they only able to do that like once or twice? Yeah, they fucking broke that goddamn set when they did that. So the the same set where they filmed Tina's death, they built this uh, this room that would rotate, kind of like uh, they did for Kubrick's two thousand one, right? And uh, Johnny Depp's his death scene was also done in that same room. They redressed it, and when they cut the hole in the sheet and they're pouring the blood in. Apparently, that some wire was uncovered, and when the guy is throwing the blood in, an electric current comes up, shocks the guy. Holy shit. And he starts spraying the water all crazy. <laughs> the room, uh, from, from the spray getting off center, it causes the room to start spinning. Because the room is not on a mo- motor, because this is low budget. They didn't have the money to afford a motor. So they had to balance it, and grips were just pulling this thing. Holy and shit. kind of spinning it to get it to go around. <clears throat> So when the water starts, like, going all tilty, tilty, it's looking for the first exit, and the whole room, like, spins. It's like a whole 90 degrees, and that's why at the end of Johnny Depp's death scene, the blood starts going to the left a little. Yeah, it's, it's like streaking across the, the ceiling. Yeah, that's, that's right before they lost the power, and the room is tilting. Is there footage of this, like, fucking up? No, but there's a lot of good stories with them, <laughs> and there's, like, some footage 
well, it's not footage, but there's like some still pictures of them like covered in the blood because the grips that were they're sp- you know that were spinning the fucking room. They got covered in all that shit. I always thought it was kind of cool that it started going off to the... Yeah, but that was just a mistake, right? Yeah, it, it, it's... Happy bl- accident. It's a cool look. I love it. Yeah. It really makes it, like, otherworldly outside of just the fountain of blood, which is pretty cool by itself. You mean that's not CG? That's right, dude. Okay, There so, is no CG in this movie. So, th- so things like that in the real world, quote-unquote, is that the real world? Is that what this... I mean, like... In the other movies, do we get crazy shit in the real world like that? Or do you just see people floating around? I'm having trouble remembering. Uh, no, I think I think the rules apply the same. Because at the end of this one, isn't it like that she was a, she was dreaming the whole thing? We gotta talk about the end of this movie, man. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking because of the, the way that the, that's not possible. So. Well, I mean, do you guys want to go in and talk about the, the movie's rules? I mean, I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest criticism... You mean is the, film. that going up supposed to be Johnny Depp's blood, his blood, and then um, the dad being able to come in and see mom being sucked down into the bed, like it, that's all ghostly, dreamy shit in the real world, which is not. Well, supposed she had to pulled happen. him out into the real world. Yeah, but what what about mom though? Because that brings all his supernatural stuff into the real world. But you could say that at that point, you know, that's a dream because she makes Freddy disappear, but. I would say the biggest problem is the telephone call. Oh, where he's like... Uh, where she's clearly awake. Yeah. And he's like, I'm your boyfriend now. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait a minute. How how are you calling me from the dream world, motherfucker? And how are you trying to kiss me through this phone? Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how are you beating your tongue in my mouth? Yeah. He hacked somebody else's dream. So, I mean, I don't want to say Wes Craven got a little sloppy in the screenwriting, but I think he got a little sloppy and was just like, you know what? Fuck it. We need a scare here. And... I'm going to write a scare here because this is where it needs to happen. Fuck logic. Right. I think that's what he did. He always just took it as that he's a ghost that can kill you in your dreams, but can haunt you otherwise. No, he can't haunt you otherwise. How do you you explain the phone call? That's what I'm saying. Well, that's how I explained it. You you can't explain that. Well, because she's not dreaming. My thought, well, my thought on that was, is that she's been up for seven days. And so she's kind of in a half, half, half like loopy, you know thing well if that's true then i've been up for a West day and a half right now really so i'm a little you know you know if, if you're if you're gonna if you got a little bit of insomnia then you're kind of in half dream well, then you half have to real set world. that up you have to tell me as, <laughs> as an audience you just can't like what no hey man show us don't tell us right <laughs> what? well then you gotta still show me <laughs> <laughs> we did crazy shit's happening and she said i've been up for seven days you can go 11 well, yeah, yeah, it could have been like she just kind of fell asleep for a second. I mean, if they did something that would, you know, somehow let you know that, but they don't. But yeah, as a kid, I just always assumed that... You just go with it. Yeah, he's a ghost, so he can... I've always, I've always wondered about the phone one, just because the phone... And the even, prop is so crazy. And even part <laughs> two is like, moment. his goal is to possess somebody. <laughs> Let's save our conversation. Part two is really confusing, man. Doesn't even follow this movie's rules well, at all. all of them are confusing. <laughs> No, I, I and th- if you try to break them down to logical sense, <laughs> no, I think three and I think three and four follow uh their their rules. I, I don't think this movie follows its rules one hundred percent. Like if you are going to set this world up, then you should follow what you are going to set up. And when we get to the end of this movie, I mean, it is kind of like you said, Jared. Like, is this whole film a dream? Is this the the only movie in, in or is well, just the ending? I can a dream? tell you what Wes Craven wanted, and I can tell you what the studio wanted. And what happened? Lay it on us. 
Anyways, no. So apparently, in his in his original script, he wanted it to be a dream. He wanted uh, to basically uh, Nancy to wake up, and it was all a, it was all a dream. She comes out, and her fr- her friends are all there, and it's a it's a happy ending. But the studio's like, I was a little confused when he was talking about that. Was he saying that she was still in the dream, or she was like, yeah, she, that's different she was from done the, dream? the article I read. Really, what did the article say? Well, he said the article I read said that he wanted for the movie to end. In a dream, but you... It's kind of confusing, <laughs> but... So Nancy's beating Freddy, but she's... Like, her friends are still dead. But in her dream, she dreams about everybody being back. That's the way I read it as a child. Wow, but then so the, bright. the studio wanted <laughs> a scare at the end. Yeah, well, they, they, they wanted, you know, to be able to have a sequel. That was their biggest thing. Well, I mean, that was smart. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, it's fucking It's the franchise that brought yeah. us Lord of the Rings. <laughs> In a roundabout way. Yeah. Their nickname, uh, what was the New Line nicknames? What was the New Line Cinema nickname? What was it? The House, the that, house Freddy? that Freddy built. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's funny. I didn't know that. Like, straight up, dude. Like, these motherfuckers would not exist without this movie. Wes Craven totally fucked up, though. He was so pissed. I remember watching, uh, we were doing Shocker. Man, he made Shocker, and he was just... The entire time, he's just so goddamn pissed about the Nightmare on Elm Street series. How much money did he make off that? He needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he didn't make, what? Night, uh, Wes Craven? Yeah, he didn't. He just, he's not making residuals off this? No, he signed away all his fucking rights, man, to get the film made. Bob Shea, the man that... Whoa. Yeah, the, the president and CEO... Well, was the president and CEO of New Line Cinema. His uh, bad accounting practices got him kicked out of uh, <laughs> New Line uh, for... Uh, what was it? Lord of the Rings? Mm-hmm. And Peter Jackson's company, but... So he got, when, when he went and made uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, he didn't even offer it to Wes Craven and didn't pay him a dime. Wow. For and for three, well, for three, he came back and like, I think he wrote a treatment or something. Yeah, they asked him if he wanted to direct it. Man, Wes Craven should have put the fucking glove on and went after motherfuckers. <laughs> There's nothing he can do. He signed everything away just to wow. get this fucking movie made. For a budget of one point, what is it, 1.7, 1.8 million dollars. What the fuck? That's what this movie cost, dude. 1984. Put that in perspective. Terminator cost 10 million. I mean, granted, they have those fucking nighttime uh, futuristic shots, right? And they got they got the um, they got the whole like T 800 uh, skeleton at the fucking end with all the explosions. But still, dude. But Freddy's got growing arms. That was ridiculous. (laughs) Like, when did Beetlejuice come out? Uh, What was that? 89. 80. No, it had to be before 89. 88, maybe? Because yeah, there's, there's a scene where his arms come out, and it looks better <laughs> than this. Well, that, yeah. Well, that had a bigger budget. I bet it did, didn't it? Yeah, it had, that had, had a bigger yeah, budget. That was a lot bigger budget. Wow. It had stars in it. I think Pee-wee's Big Adventure had a bigger budget. <laughs> Actually, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's really That's funny. True. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the marionette arms thing didn't really bug me as much as... Um, you know, as bad as that looked as a kid, I even knew it looked bad, but it freaked me it's out. It's still freaky, right? It, it's just the image of it. How it, it, bad it looked made it look no, creepy. I, I agree with that. But when you see yeah. the when you see uh, the girl running down the hall at the beginning, and she's like lackadaisically running, you're like, eh. Oh, and then right. she goes around the corner. It's just so bad. And then even they were trying to make her look like she was running like standstill is what they were trying yeah, to do. They it had was her on bad. Like, some, Dolly, and they had the camera on a dolly, and they were trying to make it look like you know, like she was kind of floating. Is it her or Nancy who runs up to a door and runs in? They're, 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 when they have people running away, you would run so much faster, and like, 
It's just like they don't, they're not really trying to get away. It's kind of goofy. I um, hear you, Jared, but I give this movie a lot of passes just because of the dream. In your dreams, you can't run. It's just kind of like, why the fuck is everybody walking towards shit? <laughs> it's like, hey, dead person, let me walk toward you. Like, I don't give a fuck if your friend's calling your name and they're going, Nancy. It, the bitch is in a body bag. She's all bloody. Yeah. Don't go toward her. She's obviously dead. You, you see her You see her being drug away. <laughs> like, no, you don't go that way. But it's, I don't know. It's like dream logic, you know? Or, yeah, because in dreams, you always do what you're not. Like, yeah. or may, oh, maybe it's I'm intoxicating. I'm going to walk toward this monster-looking thing. Maybe he's intoxicating. He like kind of like woos you a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay. I'll go over here. I don't know. Everybody seems like they're fucking pretty scared when he shows up, though. Oh, you're talking about like his voice? Yeah. Kid in the body oh, bag. Oh, okay. The, the body bag scene is awesome. It's crazy that it's like a it's a clear body bag. And uh and how fucking crazy is that damn news art that news package where they're like wheeling the body out and the fucking arm comes out of the bag on TV and then the and then like so mom hears fucking Nancy coming, she's like, Oh shit, let me turn this fucking gory shit off. Like <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, that's Wes Craven's sense of humor there. <laughs> oh, and, and then, then they replicate that. Television. They replicate the, the arm when the when the body's being drugged down the hall. Oh, like, yeah. right before it makes the corner, it just flops the arm back down just like it did on the gurney. Oh, man, yeah. That, that high school sequence is and for some reason, really the, good. The blood's really black looking on the ground. It's massive amount of black blood. Yeah. It's internal blood. Man, those effects guys, dude, they were, they were fucking working, man. They were a fucking small team, low budget. What are you going to do? Yeah, my grandfather always told me when you take a dump, if there's blood in it, if it's red, you're okay. If it's dark, almost black, you're in trouble. Copy that. Wow. Because that's deep internal blood. <laughs> you're gonna have me freaked out. I'm gonna be like collecting all my stool samples and be like, okay, hey, Nancy, <laughs> no dark poo, <laughs> no dark blood in your poo. Did you check your poo, Nancy? You never had blood in it, so. <laughs> Man, you're lucky. But I do. Tell you what. Well, I you know, know what to look for. <laughs> Damn, dude, you need to eat more Indian food. <laughs> I know what to look for because my granddaddy told me. Well, I'm gonna start sending pictures to him. Like Benson, what do you think of this? Light needs better lighting. <laughs> Can't tell. You guys are causing me physical pain. I've got him like a white paper plate. <laughs> I'm still start bringing him to the podcast. Uh, check this out for me, bro. Time for the trailer. <laughs> I've always thought the darker looking blood was a little grosser looking too. Oh no, no, it, it's definitely creepy. It's it's like, well, isn't that like uh, supposed to be? Um, your blood gets darker when your when your body's dead. Um, oh, that maybe that's why, right? Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that more realistic? Or am I okay? That, that makes that? sense. Well, the, the amount of blood doesn't make sense, but like the the darker, but being <laughs> dead, that? yeah, that makes sense. I love the color of the blood when she's getting drugged across the ceiling. Oh, dude, that's great. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of all the effects stuff. I mean, some of the when, some of she, when, when she gets when she gets like the four cuts down her chest, uh, it looks a little little, little fake. Her skin does. Her skin yeah, it looks skin like looks, looks kind of like plasticky. But I I really like um, after that like her hands come in and start rubbing on it like ah you know that's it sells it. Dude, the shot. I, I still know. love the way they do it where you can't even see it. Happening. Oh, it's cool, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then and then the kid in the in the jail cells like. Walking around it, well, I don't know why the kids are scared to tell each other that they're seeing these things. But what do you, what do you mean? Well, what, so Nancy goes in and has to interrogate uh, the 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 kid who's in jail and be like, "What happened?" Oh, the boyfriend, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, you know, it's like, it was like, you know, it was like, it was like, it was like it was four four blades at once, you know. And it kind of reminded me of this 
this dream that I had, you know, and he's telling this story and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, it cut her, but you, but you, you could, this is what you said, you know, you, you didn't, you saw it happen, but you didn't see who's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's wrong with that? I'm confused. Nothing. I was just saying he, that's what. Oh, okay. So Benson just no, said. No, you said, why do the kids oh, beat no, around no, the bush or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, if, if. If I was having fucked up dreams, I'd be like, guys, I'm having this fucked up dream. And, and I guarantee you, both of you, I'd be like, holy shit, I'm having the same shit. But like, Well, they, all of them do that but him, though. I kind of like that. Because he's the asshole. And I mean, like, no, his second uh, scene, plus he pulls it's a, little a switchblade on Johnny Depp. Well, like, yeah. But, it's a little different, too, that, you know, they're all sharing their dreams. He don't. But then he sees somebody getting killed by something that's not there. Right. He's getting blamed for it. No, he has bad dreams before that. Because he's doing that. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's no doubt he's had the dreams before. I'm talking yeah. about logic of why he's not just going to go tell the cops, all right, there was these knives were just cutting her. <laughs> well, I, I, They're not going to believe him. I, I thought right. we were talking about telling her friends. Like, hopefully nobody would tell the cops. Like, uh, you know you crazy, right? Well, Nancy keeps telling her family. I mean, and you see what luck it got me and how good it did I, her. I like, I like, I like their subtle looks. But before you know that they, um, you know, killed Freddy, like when she brings up Freddy Krueger, the parents always gotta look like, like, oh shit, she knows. John Saxton was awesome. John Saxton's always awesome. Is that the dad? Yeah, yeah. he's great. The mom's man. The only time he's not awesome is when he's uh, doing karate and Enter the Dragon. The best casting about the mom. I liked him in that, too. <laughs> I mean, he's good in that. It's just, you know. He's not, he's not like a martial arts expert. <laughs> he's, he's not Bruce Lee. <laughs> the mom really reminds me of Shelley Duvall, uh, especially at the end, for some oh, reason. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, and but I think it's really good casting uh, for, um, <laughs> for Nancy because uh, neither Nancy or her mom can close their fucking mouth. They, their mouths are always open. He cuts them. They're just, it's just, it's just top teeth. <laughs> like no matter what, it's just like they can't close their mouth. I, she was a big get at the time too. She was. Was she? Yeah, she was an uh, Academy do? Award uh, nominated actress. Uh, she did Nashville. Oh, okay. For Robert Altman. I always thought Nancy was hot. Nancy's super cute, dude. Oh, Heather Langenkamp. Yes. She can't close her mouth. <laughs> I even like it when she's got that little gray streak. I do too, hair, man. I don't know why. I'm just like the like, poltergeist. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Yeah, she's man. She's hot in three and in seven. Oh yeah, she comes back in three. Oh yes, something to look forward to. Once she's she closes like the, her uh, mouth in that yeah, one. Yeah, three's like the sequel to the first. <laughs> Shut one. your mouth, Cherry. I'm gonna we go and break. talk about Nancy like that. Actually, no. When we look, we watch the trailer. I you often will wonder if you would like watch a movie and then you go back. All right, I gotta find something to pick at here. <laughs> oh, dude, that that's mouth, mouth, Dude, I'm telling you now that I. Now that I mention that, when you go back and watch it, you'll see that she never closes her mouth. No, nah, I'm not going to look at it. <laughs> You'd be like, look She's... at that beautiful mouth. Yeah, I always notice her teeth. It's because her mouth is always yeah, open. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... They're nice I teeth. Mean, yeah, they are nice teeth. I mean... Yeah. The mom's eyes always bothered me. Yeah. Okay, her so... Her so eyes the, are the, that fucking makeup around them. Terrible Maybe. makeup, dude. Yeah, and it's 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 her eyes... It, it's the there. combination of her eyes and mouth makes me think of, like, Shelley Duvall... Especially at the end, especially at the end, where she comes out and she's like, um, and it's the way she delivers that line where she's like, uh, they're like, uh, "Wow, can you believe all this fog?" And she's like, "She's like, what? I, um, I can believe anything, oh, yeah, or something I like it's so it cheesy." But yeah, I was like, "God, it's bad. <laughs> it's bright." Yeah, what did, what did she, yeah, what I watched did she every, I watched every alternate ending and, on the on the DVD, and oh. uh, and they just play that scene over and over again. So I, I've seen that little porch scene at least. Oh, six the times. other thing I was going to mention, 
we were talking about the article where he's talking about the ending. Yeah. Uh, the thing I read said that one of his suggested endings, but they they said they didn't have the money for it, was the the school bus pulls up. No way. And they get on, and then the last shot of the movie would be Freddy on the driving the school bus. They were gonna do that, but uh, Bob Shea said we don't have money for a fucking uh, school bus. How much does the fucking school bus cost? Well, hundred bucks. They had already rented the Johnny Depp's car, so they already had that. So they're like, well, just do that. We don't spend extra money on a fucking school bus. Just I mean, come- that's a smart, really, if you think about it, would a school bus in that scene have fucking made a goddamn difference? No. But, I mean, like... I just thought it was cool because it that cost shows you. up in the opening of the next movie. Well, yeah. I mean, it would cost you an extra 200 bucks, though, man. You saved $200 right there. Bro. <laughs> this is how he got to make Lord of the Rings. I'm just saying, dude. And I think the car looks better, too. I, I like the car. And the the ragtop looks a little cheesy. Like you can see the bad paint and like it's all rugged edges and shit. Dude, they did it in a couple hours. I know they did. I know. What do you want, man? Come on. This is like low budget. I want $1.7 million, damn it. Uh, you got $1.7 fucking million dollars in this motherfucking movie. Are you fucking out of your goddamn mind, Jerry? Oh my god. I'm kidding. Dude, you got your bang for your buck in this movie. Fuck. This, yeah, this is. Fuck. God damn. This is a fuck. Yes. Has there ever been a fucking movie that costs this, this amount? And looked this fucking good. I mean, this is like just—it's a—it's—it's it's a great looking fucking movie, dude. It's beautiful. All the Blumhouse stuff is made for around that. What? Right. Some of th- it. I don't think any of that shit looks as good as this, man. Like, I mean, I'll give you Get Out. That was like at least three million. Possibly, yeah. You know? And did I mean, it have a rotating room? Fuck no. And <laughs> Halloween was ten. I'm gonna do the inflation calculator. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just saying, man. This movie looks fucking good. It's got a lot of creative stuff too. That's that's one thing I do like about the special effects. They stand out and they're really like even Freddy coming through the fucking wall. Oh, that looked great. Oh, that was so fucking cool, man. And I actually like at the end of that when when he's looking down on her as he disappears into the wall, he leans his head up and leans back, and it makes it so fucking cool. Yeah, it's that sucking silhouette or where the lights yeah, coming in. It's so and how it's cool, it. man. That's just fucking spandex. You know it's that fucking light. Where they placed that light is yeah. what makes it fucking badass. Oh, it's so it's so good. Yeah, I am so I've always been impressed with how this movie looks visually. It's just some of the you know the story beats. What you got there, Jed? Adjusted for inflation calculator. Thirty million dollar budget for today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is the movie's thirty fifth. Anniversary. Oh, really? We did it on the thirty on the thirty five. Yeah, that's man. great. What time of year did this come out? Is, was this a Halloween release? No, it was really? a summer. It was a summer release, if memory serves correct. Wow. So I think uh, Beverly Hills Cop was uh, in the theater at the same time as this. I know Ghostbusters was already out at that time, but yeah, th- this movie was in theaters for a while. I only made twenty five uh, million. You got a budget of one point eight. That's a lot. Yeah. It was enough they immediately went, make another. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was reading, like, Bob Shea, like, with all the agreements that he signed. Like, New Line didn't actually get a lot of money back from the first movie. Bob Shea was like, well, let's just make another one. And we'll get all the fucking money from this. <laughs> we don't have to split it with anybody. This is, we'll just take whatever little, like, you know, couple million that we made from this movie, and we'll just cash cow it up. At least, I mean, smart. Jared, you still looking... Man, I'm, I can't get this to work right. Type in type in the 1.8 million. I guess I'm an idiot, or it's like it seems like really high when I keep ca- hitting calculate. What's it saying? Uh, it's 4.4. 4. 
Okay. It, it, I was just thinking it was wrong. No. So 1.8 be 4.4. Four and a half million dollars is is pretty badass. I mean that, that that's that that's a that's a decent budget, man. This is like a get out of its time, dude. It is, yeah. I mean, I can totally see that. That that's the Bloomhouse movie. I would I would put like just visually like it's like. It doesn't. Him when he's it? in the sunken place. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was. I was trying to figure out where the special effects were in that. Yeah, that's the only. That the only thing I can really think of. That's a decent budget, but man, yeah, they did a damn good job for what they had. Yeah, this one. I mean, you still got more. Like, and they were shooting on film. Sets. Yes. Yeah. Was uh, Get Out not shot on film? That was. That was that, digital. That was shot on the uh, Ari Alexa. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Mm. That's a good camera. Yeah. We ready for trailer? Let's do it, man. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. This is the trailer for Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? We just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. There's a coroner got to say in the jaw and puking since he saw it. You're gonna kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy, there's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. No! Ah! She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails... I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No one will survive. Ah! Craven, director of The Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left, a new masterpiece in fantasy terror, Nightmare on Elm Street. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for A Nightmare on Elm Street. No, that was a trailer for Nightmare, Nightmare on, on Elm, Elm Street. All right, guys. Okay, he left an article off. Okay, come on. <laughs> now that, that reminds me that like at the end of the movie, she says, um, okay, Dan, give me 20 minutes and I'm, I'll be asleep. And then, you know... Uh, you know, I'm going to bring this bastard out, and you can catch him and arrest him. Okay? Oh, then she sets up all those traps. And then she sets up all these fucking traps. She's, like, she's like taking, like, all these shotgun shells apart and pouring them. I mean, like, that took less than 20 minutes, and you're still going to go fall asleep? Well, dude, she read that book. You know, she's been reading that for a while. <laughs> Holy that shit. That was, like, 50 minutes in the movie ago. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> she knew her stuff, man. Oh, my God. What was and it, she was uh, tired. It didn't take her long to fall asleep. It was booby traps and uh, anti-personnel devices or something like yeah. that. The title. And she's like, "I'm into survival." Oh, <laughs> man. He's like, "You're scaring me." <laughs> With a palm tree behind him. Where 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 is this supposed to be? Uh, it's supposed to be somewhere in the Midwest, right? <laughs> there's uh, on Elm tre- Street. There's palm trees all over this. Well, there's an Elm Street in every city. That's where uh, Street John F. K. got assassinated on. That's why they used it. Really? Yep. True story. Speaking of a true story, he based this on sort of a true story. Well, off a newspaper article. Well, got the idea from. What was it, L.A. Times? Some newspaper where some, what was it, some kid. Um, he, kept, he kept saying on the commentary, it was like some uh, some Asian 
Yeah, some Asian kid a kept family. having... It was, it was like three different uh, times or something? Kid was complaining of nightmares, wouldn't sleep, said that if he slept he was going to get killed. His parents finally made him go to sleep and he died. And he had like coffee pots yeah. uh, hidden in his room and, and things like that. Well, that's what happens in this movie. They're coffee makers. Yeah, that's why it's based on a true story. Well... The, the mom's like, okay, I got all those coffee pots out of there, but the whole house still smells like fucking coffee. What's happening? Man, she can't smell shit, dude. She is drunk off her ass. She's like, I gotta go get that vodka bottle I have uh, hidden. Is it me. vodka? I thought it was gin. I thought she was like slamming gin. No, I, I don't know, dude. It's a clear uh, liquor. Rum. Oh, is it rum? I was just naming another clear liquor. Okay. I'm Can not a liquor drinker, tequila. so I didn't, I didn't know that, that bottle. Uh, I didn't recognize it. I didn't recognize it. Mean, in my head, I was thinking she was like a gin addict. She just smells like <laughs> vodka. <laughs> just, uh. It's just whatever. Was she pouring it in her coffee? Or was she just drinking that instead of coffee? I'm, I don't and know. the coffee was for Nancy. I was a little confused I think by coffee that. was just for Nancy. Oh, okay. She's just like, all right, let me get my shot of whatever I'm drinking. My gin, my rum. Anything with alcohol. Scope. <laughs> She's like slamming scope. Damn. This mom is so rough in this film. <laughs> Nancy's mom. Oh. I like how when she dies, nobody cares. Like... <laughs> Nancy doesn't even care. She's like, oh, mom. Oh, even, the, even the husband, he's like... I'm gonna go outside. You know, it's like, what, just, uh, there's no, like, I, there's no facial. He's like, thank God. Well, they <laughs> were save split some, up. You save some money on alcohol. They were obviously split up. Yeah, like, uh, like when the um, when he shows up because Johnny Depp's been you know plastered all over the walls, and the guy's like, sorry to call you so late, I didn't want to wake you or whatever. The motherfucker was already awake working at the station. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he walked out of the house across the street. All the parents kind of. I guess that's usually the thing in slasher movies and horror films, right? The parents are always not there. Right. But in this, it kind of seemed like because the parents maybe murdered Freddy, that they all just kind of had bad relationships. Except for maybe Glenn's dad. Uh, Glenn's dad and his mom. Yeah. They seemed like they were... They were still together, and they seemed like they were... They liked to sit around, drink kind some of beer. Right. Yeah, like, maybe the dad was an asshole. Yeah. I need now that I'm pause, thinking about that. I'm, on the second viewing, I noticed that like when he answers the phone... And he's like, you're going to have to talk to him tomorrow. He's asleep and like hangs up and he turns around. And he's like, you got to handle these kids with a hard fist or whatever. Like, yeah. Whatever. He's wearing. You think he's up there like beating his wife. Like... <laughs> he's like, get in here. We're going to drink this beer together. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> he's, he's wearing this like uh, Illuminati looking necklace. I'm yeah, like, I noticed that. Like, the little the, triangle. Yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't know. It makes man. me think it's that there's like there's, there's like know. some thing going on there. Like you know, there's some ritual that they did. To, you know, it's some symbolism. Wes Craven sneaking into the movie. Yeah, man. You know, he's, he was probably like you know, this is this is what uh, my uh, I mean, it was weird. Did I'm in, talking uh, about like 60s. straight up gold chain, big like probably three inches like triangle looking Illuminati looking like you know yeah, open some chest kind of circle hair. Yeah, thing in it. Yeah, it was weird. That was. It I did look like the all-seeing eye on the... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. So, yeah, I don't have an answer for it. There's you, some man. hidden shit, bitch. <laughs> what you guys think of the New Line logo? I like that, man. Loved it. I think it's really cool, dude. It's very 80s. It's really retro. It's really fast. That's all the only thing. All the New Line logos, I've always loved their logos. So they change it a lot? Uh, well, I guess they kind of... They stuck with that uh, the film cell. The, the, the film li- cell used to be like one of my favorites. Well, it that's, that's the one that on, I remember. It's always had cool everything, you know. Animations. Yeah, well, the way it comes in and whatever, yeah. but like you know, it, it still ends up with the you know oddly the the perfs are kind of up at an angle. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a new line. Oh, bro! There you go. Man, they're 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 really thinking outside the box there. Thinking outside Literally. the frame. 
outside the frame. <laughs> Diagonally. Yeah. What y'all think of the way, uh, having seen the other Freddy movies and knowing how jovial he is, what y'all think of the darker version in this one? I liked it. I, I, he does joke around a little bit, though. It, like, I don't know. He's That's got this, like... Say, man. I don't not think... near as much as he does in later. And like, they definitely don't light him as bright. I got some theories on this, though. I think the reason that Freddy went so light in the later installments is because that's how Robert England remembers playing Freddy. If you watch the like the deleted scenes, and there's a, a making of called Never Sleep Again right. that's on the uh, on the Blu-ray for Nightmare on Elm Street. There's no like deleted scenes on the disc, but during the documentary, they show these different outtakes, and Freddy has all these additional lines that are more like they're not one-liners, like after he's killing somebody, but they're a lot more jokes. Like, oh, I'm gonna get you. And, like, uh, they're just kind of, like, really silly versions. And he talks a lot more. It's like, well, Wes Craven had that in there, and then he went back. He handpicked it. He cut it out. Yeah. So Robert England, that's kind of, he remembers being on set in the makeup and being Freddy a lot more than he remembers watching A Nightmare on Elm Street. So when he got to do the second one, I think he was a little bit more jokey. Right. And when he got to do the third one, I think... I think to him that was a continuity of character. <laughs> and plus he becomes the star of the series as opposed to just oh, totally. the bad guy in the movie. I would say like a mon- uh yeah, a horror icon. Yeah. Like a real like a real face an actor that's a- associated. Actor. Yeah. If he is like an actual face of the 80s. Like Jason, you don't have an actor associated with that role. Is he still uh in the, in the other movies is he like <laughs> like self-harm? Like there's a scene where he like he like pulls his shirt up and he like ooh and like cuts his like cuts his chest open and there's maggots and green goo on the inside. Yeah. And then he's like chopping his fingers off, like just staring. He's like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't I don't really. He's like remember. big eyes. See that's a, that that was some comedy there because he's like big eyes, like looking at his hand, then looking over at her, and then looking you know, at his hand. There's another one where he well, cuts I'm your his boyfriend stomach. now. I'm your boyfriend yeah, now, that's Nancy. A What'd you say? There's another one. I don't remember which which number it is that he cuts his stomach again. Oh, he does? Okay. I have a hard time remembering some of the sequels. They kind of run together. Because oh. they get really weird. Because, like, part four, they built that big chest with all the people's faces pushing out. Isn't that in three and four? I, I, that's in more than one. I know it's in four. It's a good and, It's a good effect. Like, hinted at in five. Okay. Like I said, they kind of run together. We're going to have to... Because three, four, and five are all like real tight continuity. Yeah, the characters actually carry over. Because mm-hmm. the dog pisses fire to wake him up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my goodness! Because well, you know, in in the '80s slasher movies, you got to find a way to bring the character back. Right. He can't just come back. <laughs> so has to be born in a way. Dog peed on him. Fueled by dog piss. Since we are talking about Freddy and Robert England, I I did want to bring up. Uh, I think this is kind of cool. David Warner, he was originally going to be cast as Freddy Krueger. I mean, he was he had the part and everything, but he had a commitment to another movie, so he ended up falling through, and it went to Robert England. But Wes Craven originally wanted this uh, the Freddy Krueger role. He he wanted an older guy right. ori- originally, and the, you can actually see the makeup um, online. Uh, we'll try to put a picture in the show notes where like you, they actually did a, like a sculpt. Of what the Freddy Krueger makeup would look like on David Warner, and it, it's pretty cool. That's cool. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm, well, you can tell even the way they have. <laughs> let, me, let me get it. 
Sorry. Like, the way they have Freddy shambling in this, like, Tarantina's dream, where he's, like, running down the... Yeah, I, I didn't know if I liked that or not, because he's, like, he's, like, real big. He's, like, no, I'm talking arms about all wide. I'm talking about later after the arms. No, I, I, don't, like, I don't mean long arms. I'm talking about he's running after it, and then, like, it does this... It's a single take where it pans over, and he's right in front of her. No, I'm talking about the way he's, like, he's running. Yeah, he's kind of... He's like that. They have him, like, shambling, like yeah. an old man. Yeah, that's just some... That's just some guy they could get right. on the set that day, you know? Yeah. That, yeah but it comes across subdued. like an older guy. <sighs> or a drunk. <laughs> oh, I mean, to me, it always made it, like, I always thought of, there's a stark dis- difference between the Freddies. Is that it? Yeah, that's the actual makeup. It's way more subdued. It's like, uh, it's not as, like, burny. Well, I don't think the color's been added. Right. I did notice that, like, in the close-ups of Freddy's hands, when he, like, puts his hand out to reach at somebody, if you can see the little cut in the palm, he's not burned. You can, there's no prosthetic underneath the glove. Because he didn't get burned on his hand. Bullshit, he's at full flame. Dude, the budget was 1.7, <laughs> Come on, man, how hard is it to put something on that palm? Made the budget come up to 1.9, <laughs> But I, also, um, the first time we see Freddy's face, uh, it's real wet-looking. Like he's got, and he's got like shit hanging yeah, off, like off his cheek. Too. But then, as, as the movie goes, he doesn't have that wet like shit hanging look. I don't think there's anything hanging off his cheek. I think it's uh, it's his. He's got like this big slit in his ear. It's no, got, like, I think he's right. In that know, first no, close the very up, first close up, there's something hanging, and it's only half his face. There's something. There's hanging there's like like there's skin hanging off his cheek, and he's real wet looking. He's like real moist. Watch the opening again. I think he's right. I am right. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like maybe the makeup was evolving as they were going. I You're talking about it, when he pops up was. behind Tina. It's when he's coming at when her. He's kind of stalking her, stalking her, and they're, they're shooting. He's kind of like you said, like half in shadow. They're doing this like uplighting at him with a really harsh backlight, and you can see you can see like you know things wiggling a little bit in the in the boiler room or like when she's having it's, the nightmare right before she gets killed room. in the alley. No, it's in the boiler room. Because the only time you see his face is when he pops up behind her, really, right? No, it's, it's not like you get like a like. It's full, not a full shot of his, but you can see his face. You can see you can see his eyes and his mouth and all that, and you get the. All right, I have to go back and watch it. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I yeah, I watched this movie like four times. It's actually it's a really quick watch. It's not like uh, it, it moves really well. Yeah, it's, it moves it's super really fast. easy to watch multiple times. I love Tina's nightmare. It seems like it's an hour long. Like that mo- that her, Tina's nightmare feels like a nightmare. Like, it starts in her room, she goes to the window, somebody's throwing something at the window, she thinks, but then that little glass breaks, but nothing hits it, and she goes... And no, like, it's got it, a tooth in it. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's what she looks at. There's a little tooth in it. Okay. No, I, I just couldn't tell that what was it was. like a knife breaking the glass. I saw something no. hitting the glass, and then I, I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure there's like, that's what it, it's, it's like little tooth. Huh. I thought it was just a... Like the blade of the knife breaking the glass. No, like Freddy was down there throwing like teeth. <laughs> he just got a bag of teeth. And, yeah, and then like when it finally well, he, broke, he is kind of like the tooth still, fairy. Like anyway, then she goes downstairs. Like the build of that nightmare feels more dreamlike. I don't know, man. They all feel pretty dreamlike, dude. This one does a good job of keeping it dreamy. Dreams. Is that in any of the movies? Dream, dream, dream. I have no idea. I'm sure it is. It's got to be right. I don't know. Yeah, it's just Tina's death's just so shocking, man. I just, yeah, that that one still kind of haunts me. Like I remember seeing that for the first time, and you know, it was on TV, dude, and they cut a lot of the, the blood out, and I just remember no, that was pretty. That was pretty, 
pretty violent. Yeah, just from there, like, you're like, whoa, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> oh my gosh, how did somebody just, oh, they're crawling up the, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah I, I, I think he, he knew he needed to get that up front. And that splat sound effect when she hits a mattress, oh, dude, oh, that, that's like, terrifying. She's spinning around and she hits the boyfriend and, like, knocks him down. How the he, fuck did they do that? I don't know. I, could, I mean, I was listening to all, I listened to two audio commentaries, I watched every fucking documentary I could find. No information on how they did that. I have no idea. Yeah, the, okay, the set spins, but how did they get her lifting up, spinning around? I didn't see a harness or a wire. I always assumed that she was, like, that's an extra shot. Like, they shot the spin around, and then they shot... Can you see, like, her, her, her front part or just her feet? Uh, no, she, no, no, she, she rolls. And she kind of goes to the side, so you can tell she's on wires, but she kind of rolls over and then kind of like turns sideways and then moves up a little bit and then flies back so up. So you can tell she's on wires. Oh, 100%. Okay. No, I, wait. Yeah, it totally looks like wires wait, to me. You talking about I, I don't, she's I don't, on I, the ceiling? No, no, no. no, no, no she, gets pulled, she gets pulled up, she gets rolled over, and then she kind of leans a little bit, swings like she's on I wires. I didn't see the wires of the harness, though. No, I didn't see that, but like, uh, you know, they painted it out. Uh-huh. And like, you're going to put that actress on, on a... It was not a stunt person, dude. You could clearly see her face, and that looked like a violent... It, it looks violent. They were flinging her around, 100%, yeah. Oh, man, it looks so I also noticed dangerous. that like, the boyfriend's like reaching his hand out at, at her, and uh, that's obviously a composite, but like they cut it right before they would have to do any like rotoscoping or however the fuck they would do it back then. I don't know if that... I, that was uh, that may have been a, a beam splitter. They were using um, they're using a beam splinter also like when uh, Freddy like uh, pops out um, from behind the uh, tree. The tree, yeah, yeah. That's not a composite shot. They they did that really. Yeah, it's a be- yeah, it's a. Beam How does that splitter. work? Something with uh, something with a mirror and the glass and uh, Robert England's actually over here. No shit. Yeah, and yeah, if you look at him, you can kind of see him, see through him. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. We don't know the technology because it doesn't fucking exist. I did think that I saw, like, when he's hiding in the bush. <laughs> Nobody uses this. When he's hiding in the bush, they they have a layer of duvetine, like, on the back side of the bush to make it solid black through the bush. Oh, I did not notice and that. And then as he comes out, you see it just a little bit as he comes out. I, didn't, I only saw it on the second viewing, but he comes out of a curtain, basically, behind the bush. Because that's the only way you're going to, like, make him fall off into complete darkness back there. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah, I mean, like that. I said, I, I would, yeah. I would have never seen it unless I was like looking for it. I've seen this movie at least fifty times. It's cool. I, mean, dude, I like it. It's subtle. And that's that's cool, man. It it works. It really works. I'm super impressed with everything in this film. When they pull his face off. <laughs> oh, I love that Just because he reaches up and then like he's got this really weird skull. Like he makes sounds in this movie that he just he, de- he doesn't make again. Does the like skull that. look like it's smiling? Yeah, it does. It totally looks like it's smiling. Like, think about Freddy the first few times you see him in this movie. Like, the he when his face goes... Oh, he, he's just losing this, his shit. He's giggling. This like, he's <laughs> yeah. making different vocal impressions. Like, as the movie rolls on, you can tell he found what he thought was Freddy Krueger. Right. But in those first couple of scenes, he's totally playing insane anything. Well, I also thought that, you know, like, how, like you said, how he's like, you know, they have the other guy, like, running, you know? Where it, it just feels like he's, like, toying with them. He's yeah. not. He's not. He's not going for the kill. He's. This is fun. This is. This is me fucking around. You know. Yeah, he has a hard time with Nancy though. She's yeah, he smart. does. I, or, or she gets lucky, I guess. She's just so serious. Or she was lucky with the burn. Let's put it that way. Everything after that, I think she she actually takes the initiative and and tries to face it. Yeah, she's pretty angry. 
what your mom tells her is not the not the way to go. You got to turn your back <laughs> so on the problems. She's just like, she's like, mom's and like, it actually turns out to be the answer in the end of the movie. Mom's like, you, you can't, <laughs> you can't kill him because mommy's already killed him, baby. Like, and like, she's not like, what? Like, <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. All y'all are murderers. Like. I, just like just, a lot of things in these movies, these characters just like they just let it roll off. Like, oh, okay, cool. So you and guys, you guys like killed somebody in, ten years like, ago, right after. Come on up, I got you some more milk or whatever. Like, oh well, yeah. Oh, I even have his weird. knives. Yeah, what the fuck? You kept his knives. <laughs> That's what I remember ha- the first time I saw. That's like trophies the house. of all my kills, Benson. <laughs> I totally <laughs> like the, the predator when I first as a kid when I first saw it and she pulled the knives out. I totally thought the end of the movie was going to be She's, she gets the glove, pulls him into real life, and then they've got, and she kills oh, him with his badass. original knife. Well, she goes for it in the dream, and it's not there. I was disappointed at that. But as a kid, as soon as she showed him the knives, that was the ending I thought of. Well, I was thinking that like maybe the, uh, the reason that he's like stalking them is because his glove is still there. Like It's, it's the power that's pulling him back, you know? The power glove. Yeah. Ooh, power glove. Which one's that one in? I remember that. Uh, I think that's in six. Yeah. Yeah, that's Freddy's dead. Snuck in to see that and was very disappointed. <laughs> power glove. I will give New Line props, though, for... Uh, I forget the, uh, the lady who directed that. Rachel something. Um, it's the director of Tank Girl. But she worked on every single one of these movies. And she was like a... I don't know. So like a line producer on <laughs> this one. And she worked her way up, and where she got to direct part six. That's but, pretty badass. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But I, I do like that they gave her the opportunity. It's a shame they gave her a shitty script. But um, <laughs> you know, hey, what did we? It's the Kathleen Kennedy thing. Hey, she got Roseanne Barr. Who got Roseanne Barr? Roseanne and Tom Arnold are in part six. Oh, did, did they get killed? I, I forgot. I'm sure it's just a cameo. They got yeah, get killed, right? It's a cameo. I mean, if, if they show up, I mean, I don't, even, I don't think they get killed. Oh, they don't. I don't. I can't remember part six, dude. I've seen it maybe like four. You'll see four it soon. Or don't did worry. you watch it in three D? Uh, yeah, only on home video. I saw it in theater in three D. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> What's everyone's favorite kill? Tina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be hard pressed not to say that's the best one in the whole. Were you going to see the whole series? Yeah. Really? He even mimics it in Seven with the nurse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. <laughs> He's like, I'm running out of things to do. <laughs> well, no, that's got a good... Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll Have you that. seen Seven? New Maybe. Nightmare? Yes. I like that. Where they're playing themselves and Freddy's becoming real. Yeah, that's right. Breaking out into the real world. Yeah, well, he it kills comes out all weird bony the, hand. He, babysitter or nurse? One of those two. No, it's a nurse because it's yeah. in a hospital, isn't it? Oh no! The babysitter, babysitter is the one co- yeah. that gets killed. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. So she, Nancy, sees him killing the babysitter the same way. It's pretty brutal too. Looking forward to seeing that one again. That got a lot of hate from but fans though. That actually got. They actually showed him like dragging her, like him dragging her across yeah, that's the right. ceiling. It's, it's oh, cutting. Yeah. yeah, from from the POV of that. Yeah. Oh, because they actually have the kid. Yeah. Who can see? Although. That also raises questions because that would be his nightmare. So how the fuck is he? He's coming into a real world. Hey man, remember we're breaking all the rules. All right, okay, hold on. <laughs> well, we'll save it for that movie. We'll save it for that film. We'll, we'll save it for that. Um, yeah, are we at the rating here. I think we are. All right, guys, why are we rating a nightmare on Elm Street? Nine point five. No, what really? Hmm. I gave the movie some shit in the story department. Um, some plot holes, but um. 
guys, you know what? I'm an also I'm an audience member, right? I like to fucking have a good time. So I'll let some I'll let I'll, I'll let some pass. Because I love the way this movie is shot so much, and the special effects are so fucking ingenious, and all the set pieces are so fucking ingenious. And yes, I am very well aware of the movie, uh, you know, Dreamscape came out around the same time with uh, Dennis Quaid. Fair, yeah, okay, all right, I understand. It's not the only dream movie, whatever, all right? It borrows uh, imagery uh, from maybe even Poltergeist, right? Okay? No big deal. I'm okay with that. If you're going to steal, steal from the best. Guys, this is a masterpiece. This is a 10. This is 10. This is a horror staple. It's a staple. If you're a horror fan and you haven't seen it, shame on you. <laughs> shame. <laughs> what, you Greta Thunberg? Thunberg, shame on you. That's right, shame. Shame. Get off your ass and go see it. Yeah, I can't argue with anything you said. I can't either. I, when I was watching it, I was thinking it was probably an eight or a nine, but you're right. I mean, it, it, it created a franchise like it, you know. If, if it were anything else, I would probably say an, an eight or a nine, but it, it's a ten. It's got imagination, man. And, I mean, outside of Scream, like, this is Wes Craven's... Hands down, his best movie. Yeah, that was a good TV series. I'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) And this is like the one that Wes Craven wrote and directed. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like his baby. He wrote and directed Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, that's good too. And Last House on the Left. I don't like that one as much. That one always makes you feel like you need to take a shower. Well, bite that dick off. (laughs) Just a lot of raping. A lot of teenage raping and I just... Isn't that movie. weird music? They're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it doesn't help. We didn't talk about the the sound that the knives make as they. It's it sounds like raptors. <laughs> There's like this weird whistly kind of high pitch to it, and it sounds like a, a dinosaur. Well, what? since this came first, wouldn't dinosaurs sound sound like, like, like Freddy's glove? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, guys. That, that can't be. That's, that's not how time works. Spielberg Stop stole it. from Freddy. I'm telling you, get that high-pitched sound and listen to it and then think about Jurassic Park and you'll totally see what I'm talking about. What came first, the Kruger or the Dino? <laughs> Dino Kruger. Oh. oh. Maybe maybe they do that because that's why the, the raptors have the claw. It's their own Freddy glove. Oh, snap. Dude, there you go. Uh, Alright guys, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to send us an email, you can do so by sending that at uh, themoviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Listen to us on Stitcher. Spotify, tuned in, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Benson, where can they follow you? At J.R. Benson. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, where can they follow you this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? This Sunday, 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 you can find me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen or on Instagram at CheckTheGate. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edit. And we're going to be closing out the show tonight with a little bit of the soundtrack. We're going to be playing track number two, titled Main Title. Get a little bit of that theme in there. Uh, and you know what? We'll also close out with that uh, awesome little end credits um, song, Nightmare. From uh, 213. Or nice. is it 213? I don't know. Or is it 213? I don't know. How they say, how do they say their name? 213. Yo.
in college a friend of mine and i got into a debate over do you stand up or sit down to wipe your ass and uh, apparently one of the first things we ever like said to my wife now is should men stand up or sit down to wipe their ass that was one, that was one of the first conversations you guys had she was go. like she's like i'm gonna marry uh, this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> hey, why would you stand up to wipe your ass get a better clean Benson, are you saying that you stand up to? Oh yeah, to I'm clean? totally a stand up. How, really? No wait, how would you get a better clean? Your can ass I, cheeks. Can come you stand together. up and show me a? No, I'm not demonstrating. <laughs> I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. How, why would you stand up to wipe your ass? You can't get a better clean that way. Your cheeks are are together. Also, I have a bidet, so um, it kind of does a lot of that for me. I'm just saying, like you're naturally sitting, you know, that's your. No, you got to stand up and lean. Oh, okay. I, That's I, I the same that. thing as sitting. You're just sitting elevated at that point. That's the same thing. What you're doing... I wish this, I had my this camera. This is the difference here. This is what you're doing. You're either shitting like this or you're shitting like this. That's that's the difference. Look, no, you, look at my legs. Look. You don't stand up to shit. I'm to wipe. Whatever. So like he's like standing on so, the bowl. So he's standing up and bending over. That's the same thing as sitting down. No, no, no he's saying he's he's saying squat like that. He's, wait, he's, oh, he's, you're, saying, you're he's like, like yeah, he, he, he does the good. lean. He does so the wait, lean. You're, you're balancing too. The vote. <laughs> the vote. Yeah. We so, kept it, we kept so it hanging on the fridge for a ass, year. You're a one leg hopper. The no. vote was forty three stand, thirty eight sit. So it was a close vote. Do you stand when you wipe your ass? Drop us an email at themoviecrewpod at gmail.com. I wipe my ass, I do, but I don't know. Man, I, I installed one of those, like, uh, handle shower head things, you know, it, it can come off. That has totally changed my ball cleaning game. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> um, okay, good. Good. He turned me down just a touch. <laughs> yeah, I did a little. Did a little bit more. <clears throat> It also feels really good on your feet. 
makes makes bathing boomer easier. I mean, things are great. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my goodness! Open, open us up. 